These are some of the major stories which made the news this week in The Hunter. The cleanups underway in The Hunter after last week's floods devastated the region. Large parts of Singleton, Broke, Bulger and Maitland were turned into lakes, with communities like Gilliston Heights isolated for more than a week. Most roads and train lines which were inundated are slowly beginning to open. The Federal Assistant Minister for Mental Health paid a visit to the Hunter, meeting with residents in Broke to discuss the impact of natural disasters on mental well-being. Emma McBride joined Hunter MP Dan Rapicoli to catch up with local SES and discuss access to mental health support services through local primary health networks. She said people impacted by the floods don't have to deal with the crisis alone. There are a range of services in place for people um, if they're they need to seek help, including the new Head to Health phone service. Um, this service, which was launched on the 1st of July, puts people in contact with local service providers and health professionals in their area um, who can best meet their needs so they, they can get the help they need when they need it. Two people were taken to hospital after they were thrown from the Nobby's break wall on heavy surfs. Ambulance crews treated a man in his 50s and a woman in her 40s for serious injuries, including fractures. They were both taken to the John Hunter in a stable condition. Supercars is likely to return to Newcastle streets next March, switching championship finale for season opener. They applied for heritage approval in 2023 and all the way until 2027, a move which the city of Newcastle has backed also riding to to Heritage New South Wales. It's not all smiles, however. The Newcastle East Residents Group was slamming the move to renew the race for another five years. Executive member Christine Everingham said the council hasn't delivered on the community community consultation they were promised. We know who really benefits from this event and that's Supercars, a private corporation. And here we are, we hand over, at great cost to tax to ratepayers, we hand over our beautiful peninsula with, with all that access to our prime tourist heritage destination spots alienated from the public for at least nine weeks every year. It's an absolute disgrace, that's what we think. Hunter beekeepers were hopeful a new $18 million compensation package will keep the industry afloat as more than 1,700 hives are destroyed across the state's emergency zones. Both commercial and amateur beekeepers affected by the Varomite crisis are eligible to apply for reimbursement covering equipment, bees, hives and honey losses. Australian Honeybee Industry Council CEO Danny Laferve said it's welcome support but it's not the only fix. Uh, we're about to launch a, a public fundraising platform today through high aid um, to try and also provide additional support to beekeepers uh, and and look it's not just financial right these these beekeepers are have had to destroy some of the things they've been working towards for a long time so it's not just financial support needed there's also emotional and mental support that uh, as an industry we're trying to provide and the Victoria Theatre in Newcastle will receive a $4 million restoration grant as part of the state government's Creative Capital Program. Closing its doors as an entertainment venue in 1966, the theatre has held a number of small-scale events in recent months, shining a light on its potential heading forward. Arts Minister Ben Franklin said funding will be put towards a number of important areas inside the theatre. My understanding is that this will be a staged process, so at the beginning it'll start with the, the lower floors, uh, the lower floor and um, and the stage, obviously, to ensure that we can actually get people back in. Um, I think that, that will requ- the upper floor will require some extra support down the line, but it's important that we do this one step at a time. To NURFM Sport. 
And in sport this week, Kaelin Ponga was named man of the match, helping Queensland to a 22-12 victory in the Origin Decider. The fullback carried the ball a whopping 299 metres across Suncorp Stadium, scoring his first ever Origin try. Knights teammate Jacob Saifidi also proved his worth, scoring one of the side's two tries in his debut for the Blues. Back home, the Knights received a critical assessment from former player and coaching consultant Andrew Johns after they were beaten 40-28 to to Souths at home. Newcastle have only won five from 16 this season and were dealt a blow after David Clemmer was sin-binned in the game's final minute. Coach Adam O'Brien said his side need to put more effort into their game as a whole. I think we were banking on the attack and, um, you know, just... There's two parts of the game. You've got to do both well every week. So that's I'm disappointed in our defence and that's what we've just spoken about. And Charlestown walked away with football's Maiden State Cup, defeating Maitland 2-0 in the final of the Women's Northern New South Wales competition. Cassie Corder was awarded with best on ground, while goals from Brianna Williams and Iniana Asimus came in the second half. And now you're up to date with the week's top stories from 2NURFM Hunter News.